0: Namaste and Hari Om. This is your host, Kishore Trivedi, welcoming you to this episode of Know Your Dharma program on Radio Naira. This radio program is a collaboration between Radio Naira and the Hindu Society of North Carolina. All the past recordings can be found in the bottom table under the KYD tab of hsnctemple.org. Today, I'm very happy to welcome our guest Ushma Shukla and her topic today is raising Hindu kids in America. I'm sure you will find her talk very interesting and will agree with me that Ushma is surely an American-born confident Daisy. My name is Ushma Shukla. Like many of you, I am an American-born Hindu. My husband, Neil Oldham and I live with our two daughters, Ishani and Savita in Apex Dr. Kishore Trivedi asked me to speak to you today about my experiences in raising Hindu children in America. To do so, I need to begin with how I was raised. My parents grew up surrounded by the rituals and traditions of Dharma in the immersive atmosphere of India. When they immigrated here in the 1970s, there were no local temples, no priests. Being Hindu was just part of everyday life. My mother lit a divo or dia every evening as the sun went down, before she lit the gas stove or turned on our electric lights. I learned the everyday shlokas and mantras from her at the same time as I was learning to speak. I remember going outside to play with sparklers during Diwali, holding them in my mittened hands in the chill of a Michigan November evening wearing tights with my chenyachori that I would complain about and pull off in the warm atmosphere of the hall, My parents spent time teaching my siblings and me about our stories, rituals, and traditions, but they always placed a higher emphasis on spirituality. Each ritual was accompanied by a logical reason why. We memorized shlokas and mantras, but also their English meanings. It was through this repetition that I began to understand Sanskrit without formal study. Our bookshelves were filled with English translations of our itihas, the Indian epics. I grew up reading Amar Kata and Chinmaya missions, Ramayan, Bhagavatam, Mahabharata and Bhagavad Gita. In the 1980s, some Americans might have heard of Swami Yoganandan or the Hare Krishna movement, but I still met people who confused India with Indiana. The portrayal of India in popular culture films like The Jungle Book or Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom did nothing to help. It was baffling for me as a vegetarian to have to field questions about whether I ate monkey brains or why I bowed down to stone idols. The public perception of Indians and Hinduism didn't match my own experience at all. My family attended Navratri Garba, learned dances for the annual Diwali program, and played colors with our friends at holy picnics. But we also watched football and celebrated Christmas and Thanksgiving. I didn't feel that different from anyone else. We moved to the South when I was a teen. Living in the Bible Belt, religion was in the forefront. Kids spent summers at Bible camp, weekends, at church-sponsored sleepovers and retreats. In the American South, I felt that I had one of two choices. To try to hide my faith and culture, or to become an ambassador for them. I chose the latter. Our community in Knoxville, Tennessee built its first Hindu temple in 1991. I had the opportunity to experience firsthand the Braan pratishta, literally the imbuing of breath, the request to the deity to inhabit the murti, something that even my parents had not experienced in India. As more temples have been built across the US, I've been lucky to attend several Braan Pratishthas since then a silver lining of sorts for the absence of temples in my youth. My family took part in interfaith discourses and in Knoxville's annual international jubilee. I volunteered with our mother's youth group. In college, I took classes about Hinduism and Indian civilization. I served as the president of the India Student Association and organized programs to expose Americans to the depth and beauty of our culture. I met and married Neil Oldham in the early 2000s. Knowing the importance of my culture to me, he learned how to make Kitri, read Kudrati, and perform Navratri Aarti. When our daughter Ishani was born, we were living in California. The Indian community there was very different. In some ways, it felt to me like living in India. People were non-apologetic for wearing Indian dress or hanging lights for Diwali. They were also not interested in explaining their traditions to others and they didn't have to. Their experience in America was completely different from what I had growing up when Indian families were few and far between. I had been the only non-white student in my class. Ishani was the only blonde in her daycare, which was run by a wonderful older Indian couple who made Dar and bat and paratha for the children daily. My daughter identified as Indian, but looked white. I knew this would be a challenge for her growing up. I felt it was up to me to expand what it means to be Hindu in America, to create a space for second generation Indian American children going forward. When we moved to North Carolina in 2010, we were lucky to find like-minded families. Some of the parents grew up here like I had, some in Africa, some in India. Yet we all shared a desire to create a safe place for our children and to carry forward the values of our youth. We formed a bhajan group that met monthly to teach our children shlokas, mantras, and bhajans. I wrote plays and skits from the Ramayana and other stories. At first, the parents performed these for the children. Later, the children performed for us. Seeking to deepen their understanding, I signed my children up for summer Vedic heritage camps through the there, where I volunteered to teach Ramayana, a role I deeply enjoyed. The children's questions really kept me on my toes. If Hanuman is immortal, where is he? Did these stories really happen? While we frequented all the temples in the area, we found a home at HSNC. Encompassing people from all over India and families like my own, the community at Hindu Bhavan is very inclusive. In 2016, we joined the Sanskar Academy Gurukul program at HSNC. My daughters Ishani and Savita both attend every Sunday and I have been volunteering as a teacher sevak there for the last three years. The community of sevaks is really wonderful. I have learned so much from them. Aparna and Shirish Amin have done an amazing job in creating this successful program. The classes are taught in English. Each year, students take part in a puja, and Aparna Ji explains the meaning of each step and verse. We are very grateful to have this wonderful learning community. I think there is a misperception that American-born Hindus are confused and lack understanding. I have found that this is simply not true. We have been constantly questioned about our faith, and as such, we understand the whys and wherefores. American-born Hindus are more likely to know the meanings behind rituals and can often give an in-depth comparison to the rituals of Christianity and other faiths. Over the last 40 years, Hinduism in America has grown. Surrounded by influences from other cultures, it has redefined itself, following a separate path from Hinduism in India. We have brought together the best of our hybrid heritage, adapting Western practices into our teachings. Even the way we teach our children, the very Sunday structure of sanskar classes, reflects the Christian practice of Sunday school. Out of long habit and a deeply instilled respect for elders, I tend to defer to people from India, but I am coming to trust in the depth of knowledge that I have. Still, it always comes as a bit of a shock when people call me auntie or ask me for explanations and better understandings of scriptures or advice on fasting and rituals. In raising my children as Hindus, I want to give them the sense of place and belonging that I have. Already, they are vocal about what they believe, eager to share stories of celebrations with non-Hindu friends, to offer prayers and their meanings in times of trouble. I hope that our efforts create a space for children like mine and that Hinduism can move beyond fixed ideas of race and caste. As the uniquely American practice of Hinduism grows and develops, it will take leadership from those of us who have grown up here, blending the beauty of Dharma into the American spiritual landscape. To me, the rituals of Hinduism provide a connection to the past and to my future. The very act of lighting the diya connects me to all the other dias lit in this way, throughout place and time. Hare om, and thank you.